Welcome to the Moose Room today. Yes, it is a different voice bringing you in this afternoon, but I am Dr. Brad Hines, along with the other members of the OG3. What, what? We are going to talk about safety today and spring safety uh, as we move from winter into spring, talk about tractor safety, thinking about planting. You know, there's also safety with livestock coming as we move from winter to spring. So we have, of course, our esteemed safety expert with us today, Emily Treckelberg, and Mm -hmm. she is going to talk to us all about safety. That is her specialty. I'm so honored to be esteemed. Yeah. Hey, I, I try. I try hard. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so at least I can be esteemed, right, guys? Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Womp womp. So, <laughs> safety. What What are some things that we we think about when we're moving from winter time to springtime uh, for for farm safety? What are the the main points that come to our mind? Well, I think we know that a big thing that happens from winter to spring is snow melt, more rain, so it's really wet. And so around this time, also, a lot of traffic is picking up more tractors, more cars are on the road, four wheelers, all of that, you know, side by sides, gators, whatever you use. And we're dealing with soft shoulders, uh, you know, and so that's when we can see a lot of cases of rollovers or people just getting stuck and then something else going wrong. And so that's something that I really always caution people to be mindful of, especially on our gravel roads, you know, be in mind if they're soft or if it hasn't rained and they're really dry, it can be a really big issue. And I think we don't really think about that, but we're just moving so much more in the spring. Yeah. And I I think this year is uh, unique as well. We're we're getting to the point where uh, things are, are actually looking like we're going to get vaccines sorted out and COVID maybe, uh, we might be able to return to some normalcy and there's all sorts of articles and and safety data out there to show that people have forgotten how to drive um, during the pandemic. And Mm. so I think uh, one of the things I think about most often when, when I see farmers on the roadway uh, are, and I think what is the most dangerous a lot of times is the other people on the road. So give me some of that, Emily. Yeah, absolutely. You know, roadway safety is probably, you know, it's, all encompassing of what I just said, it's the biggest thing that comes to mind in spring is how important roadway safety can be in general. And yeah, I think that it's always a combination of, you know, the farmers need to be practicing safe driving habits and the other people on the road need to be practicing safe driving habits as well. Um, you know, it's a give and take. It's it's a two-way street, as it were. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> with that, you know, we're just thinking about, again, being smart, being aware, being attentive. Don't be distracted by your phone or eating or loud music um, and also visibility. So for cars, you know, vehicles, make sure you have your headlights on. If it's dark, uh, be aware of your surroundings, be driving the speed limit. And then for farm equipment, 
flashers, you know, absolutely check those bulbs this time of year and make sure that they're ready to go. And it is Minnesota law for all vehicles traveling under 30 miles per hour to have a slow moving vehicle sign on them. So that's that red and orange triangle. Um, and it should really be affixed to the back of the last thing. So if you're a tractor hauling a wagon, make sure there's one on the wagon. And honestly, I would say make sure there's one on the tractor too. You can never be too safe. So, you know, that's a big piece in that visibility. Um, and just, yeah, being mindful, you know, being an attentive tractor operator as well. So what are the, you know, I, I think about there's almost two sides to safety or tractor safety, whatever it might be in the springtime. You have, you know, the farmer or person in agriculture that's working with the tractors or planters or everything. And then you have the consumers that just want to speed past a tractor as fast as possible because they don't want to have to slow down. You know, how do we merge those two together to, to have a safe environment? So that's a really great question, Bradley. When I think about other drivers and perhaps the frustration they get with tractors and, and farm equipment in general, right? Because yes, they are big, they are slow, and they cause traffic delays. I get that. Uh, and so I think that it's up to all of us when we're driving, when we're in the tractors, et cetera, to make sure that we're reminding each other that, hey, you're sharing the road. And especially if you know you're driving on a road that a lot of is used by a lot of farm equipment, you know, you need to be aware of that, be mindful of that. And I think of where I am in Southeast Minnesota, a lot of our roads are very curvy and hilly. There's a lot of blind spots, a lot of no pass zones. And people just seem to think if it's a piece of farm equipment, they don't need to follow some of those uh, laws, but they do. And so I just throw that out there. I mean, this is with anything safety related. We all need to be champions for it and we all need to hold each other accountable. So you as when you're driving your regular vehicle, be respectful. And when you're in your farm equipment, you know, be respectful, be patient. I know people honk and probably make obscene gestures, but that's, that is their problem, not yours. One of the things that I think about all the time is, you know, I was in practice. I was always in a hurry. You know, veterinarians are always late and we're always trying to get to the next place. I think everyone's very fully aware of that. Mm -hmm. um, but you have to remember, you have to remember that person that's on the road with their farm equipment, that's their job. You know, they're at work uh, and you need to remember that, that that's part of their job and having to be on the road is part of the job. And you just have to kind of keep that in the back of your head. Whenever you feel like you're frustrated or you're running, running behind, remember that person's at work. That's their, that's their day job. Yeah. That's similar to anything, you know, truck drivers, even emergency vehicles, yeah, you need to respect that the roadway is for everyone. So besides the roadway, I mean, we kind of talked about how you need to have your flashers and your slow moving sign and those kind of things on the roadway. Watch out for the soft shoulder this time of year for sure. What other things are we worried about in the spring? I guess we could stay with vehicles. Um, I always think about everyone kind of dusting off the four-wheeler uh, in the spring and with it being soft and everyone going out to check fields and stuff, it, it, it seems like that could be an issue in the spring as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, ATV safety is, you know, a huge, huge concern in, you know, the farm safety and health realm. And ATVs are a major component of accidents involving youth, um, especially those kind of aged 14 to 17. And so this is, you know, an issue that spans all ages, really. And yeah, so soft shoulder is a big part of that. 
Um, and again, just being mindful of the road and who is coming, cars, trucks, etc. they're bigger than the ATV is. So plan accordingly. Again, it's just those basic good driving habits, being attentive, not going too fast, and yeah, paying attention, sharing the road, being courteous. You know, we talk a lot about farm safety, thinking about tractors and farm equipment. What about from a livestock perspective in spring safety? What, what do we think about there and what, what can people be mindful of? Uh, yeah, you know, in the spring, of course, it is, it is wet, as I've already mentioned. Uh, I think that's all, the main thing a lot of us think about weather-wise when we think of spring. Um, and so just being aware of increased incidence of disease, all of that thing coming up, and, and that can include zoonotic disease as well, uh, you know, being spread more readily. So watching out for those kinds of things. Joe really wants to talk about beef calving. So I'm going to let him do that because he is the resident calving expert. Well, that's that's my my job on the show sometimes, I think, is to make sure we don't forget about beef, right? And in the spring. Uh, I was speaking in generalizations. Calving in the spring. Big deal. Uh, big safety concerns where you really are trying to process those calves as they, they hit the ground sometimes. And you got to be uh, careful with the moms and the moms that uh, the dams that have a really strong mothering instinct. We talked about this, uh, actually Emily and I have talked about this already today once, but the, the big thing is uh, knowing your cattle, working with them year round to get to a point where you've built enough trust that uh, when you do go out to work those calves, those cattle know you and they have some trust in you. Uh, so that that is less likely. And so safety wise, it's less of concern, but you also have to never fully trust that mom, right? You have to have an out. You want to be working with someone else if possible. Working alone is always a, a not a great idea when there's a risk for that. Uh, having the four-wheeler or the ATV or the truck with you so you have some place to go when you're out in the pasture, if that's how you're doing it. Those are all uh, things you need to be mindful of. And uh, when in doubt, stop, take a break and, and, and then come back in 48 hours to see if her demeanor has changed and often it will. So that's my big thing in the spring. Unfortunately, a lot of the things, a lot of the issues that people have in the spring when it comes to, to calving, uh, pretty much all of the issues that come to calving, whether it's scours or moms that are a little aggressive, it, it's uh, something you fix by being with those cattle and fixing things year round so that things go well for those, just those two months. Right. Yeah. So that they're used to you. And that is, you know, a true statement for any livestock, right. And, and livestock in general, and especially cattle, whether, whether beef or dairy, you know, never completely trust them, you know, never have your back to them. Just those simple things like you were saying, Joe, make sure you have an out. Um, yeah. Those, those are so, so important year round, but yes, when it's spring and we're, you know, calving in all of that, um, it's really important to be mindful of, of how you are behaving around the animals and how they are behaving around you. You know, I always say livestock safety has two goals. We have to keep ourselves safe from the animals, and we also need to keep the animals safe from us uh, because we can cause accidents with livestock just like they can cause them with us. Absolutely. I'm hoping that Bradley has a good story because I'm wondering if he's ever uh, had a cow on the dairy side go after him. With the calves, of course, always there. There, there's always. Uh, it shouldn't be that. always, Bradley, because you well, should have learned your lesson by now. Oh well, I always learned my lesson. That's right. 
No, I'm far more cautious now than what probably I used to be when I was younger. You know, when you're younger, you're invincible. So, uh, but definitely a lot uh, more cautious now. You know, you know, story time with Brad. We're we're raising calves on cows. It's just like uh, in the beef world. You know, we have to be careful. Just because uh, it's a dairy cow doesn't mean that she doesn't have the same motherly uh, instincts that a, a beef cow does. So you know, we've had to watch our calves that are being raised on the cows. And if we go in to make sure, you know, some of the cows are okay, but there have been a, some that are just, you just don't turn your back to because uh, they, they might come after you. Uh, and these are cows that are seven, eight years old that have, you know, been milked many times and worked uh, with a lot. And they still have that motherly instinct when you uh, put a calf on them. So we got to be careful. Even even with the dairy cows, and I'm and and not just raising on um, if they have calves, you know, you have always attentive to where uh, you are in a pen of dairy animals because you never know when there's a boss cow or something that wants to come up and just headbutt you, and all of a sudden you're laying on the ground, and uh, that's uh, never good either. So uh, always got to be careful and safe around livestock, even if you think they're friendly. You always got to watch it. Even those docile Morris cows, you do need to keep one eye on them when That's you're in the pasture. Even the friendliest cows sometimes are the worst for it. They want to yeah. rub on you and headbutt you. And uh, if you got one in heat, you know, sometimes you get uh, cows pretty excited and they're trying to mount you. Uh, that's dangerous. They're just too big to take lightly. Yeah. Let's get away from cows. I know that's weird to say on this show, but uh, let's talk. No. One time only, folks. <laughs> the only time ever. There's there's other things that happen in the spring. One of the things is a lot of people are, are working with augers. Uh, and, you know, we, we always have to cover PTOs when we're talking about tractor safety. Um, but let's go to augers first. Tell me uh, what people should be watching for. The biggest thing was with augers is, you know, make sure they are functioning properly, get repairs done, do regular maintenance, and make sure there's a guard or a shield. And guards and shields have been added and thus been improved over time. And so if you have an old guard, consider getting a new one. Uh, you know, this is something I will always harp on because of my family's history. Um, as you're all aware, both uh, my dad and my brother have lost limb in agricultural accidents, and both of them involved machinery with augers uh, that they got caught in. And so I take this very seriously and guards, shields, they're fairly inexpensive, and I guarantee you they're cheaper than a hospital bill for amputation. I'm going to put my soapbox away and go back. Uh, so guards are really important. And also, just like with driving, just general attentiveness, being aware, um, you know, this also ties in with PTOs, being mindful of your clothing. If you have long hair, making sure it's, you know, tied back and you have a hat on because in both augers and PTOs, things can get caught and then you get pulled in and you can be injured, you can be killed. Um, it's really, really serious. You know, we've all seen the videos of the, the dummies stuffed with paper or straw being sucked into a PTO on a twine string. And, you know, those things, you can be wrapped up in six rotations completely and you know how fast those rotate. So we're talking seconds, not even. I mean, that stuff's incredibly dangerous. And I think what makes it even more dangerous to me is, is how, how used to it people are. They're around them all day, every day. Uh, they grow up with them. And then all of a sudden, uh, it's really easy to get complacent. 
lot of what we're talking about today. And I, I see this happen with cattle too. You know, people grow up with cattle. They've been around cattle their whole life. And then yeah. all of a sudden they start to lose some of that caution. And uh, when they don't have that caution, you're just tempting fate every time. So no different there. Yeah. It, it, and it sounds like we're close to adding another management topic, which is just having the mindset of being situa- situationally aware of what's going around yeah. around you at all times. And that that's exhausting, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. But- well, and for me, it ties back to having a culture of safety on your farm where safety isn't this big, massive effort that you're working on every day. It is just a part of every day, right? It's not this big special. It's just, yeah, safety is how we do things here. And, you know, back to the augers and the PTOs, another big, big one for me is do not walk over them. Do not step over them. I do not care if the tractor's off. I do not care if there's a guard or a shield. Freak accidents happen. People always tell me, well, I do it all the time. I've done it a million times. All it takes is one time. You know, that's what I tell people with all the safety stuff. Yeah, you've done it a million times, but it only takes one time. You know, that's with any type of accident. We don't step over a PTO with the hope of there being an accident. Of course not. But take away that risk entirely by not stepping over it. And that's something that I really try to practice, you know, on farm and around my family and remind people of. Um, you know, even sometimes farmers are like, oh, that's okay. You can just step over that, but I can just as easily walk around it too. And then, you know, setting that positive example. And and again, just kind of being that champion, that advocate for those things, just in the way we go about our day to day on the farm. So I've been trying to keep track of, uh, what we've been talking about today. And I think we're just going to run down the checklist for basic spring maintenance or what you need to be thinking about for safety in the spring before we get out of here. Check your flashers, make sure the bulbs are ready to go, slow moving signs, make sure they're on the, the piece of equipment that's farthest back for sure, but always have one on the tractor as well. Review for weather safety with especially your kids or your youth that are going to be working on the farm. Uh, they tend to go much faster than you do because uh, they think they're invincible and young. So review all of that. Check all the guards on your augers and your PTOs. If you took them off, put them back on. If they're old, get new ones. If you can, uh, that's all. If they're damaged, also get new ones. Absolutely. Okay. And then uh, perform uh, routine maintenance on everything that you can as you go into planting season, just to make sure everything's in working order. And then be situationally aware around all your livestock at all times. Don't completely trust anything, uh, even if it's a dairy cow. I think that's, uh, that's all we talked about today. Keep that in mind. Run through that checklist before you get going this spring. Sounds great. So glad we have you around, Joe, to keep track of all the things that I rant about. I try, appreciate I'm it. just trying to prove that I'm also listening. Oh, well, I appreciate it. So like Joe said, all those items, super important. And, you know, I always uh, give my little farm safety slogan, which is slow down, think twice, be safe. Perfect. Be safe out there. With that, we'll make it a wrap this week. Uh, all right. Thank you. Emily, for enlightening us about farm safety. Feel free to check us out anytime on the web. You can email us if you want to know more about farm safety or anything at the Moose Room at umn.edu. And that's T H E M O O S R O O M at umn.edu. Or check us out on Facebook, UMN Dairy and UMN Beef. Check us out on our Facebook. Uh, uh, you already said Facebook. I knew it when I said it.
You can also find us on Twitter at UMN Newsroom and at UMN Farm Safety. We're also on YouTube, U of M Extension Farm Safety and Health and U of M Extension Beef and Dairy Teams. And I also have an Instagram page. You can check me out, WCROC Dairy. I learn what's happening at our dairy. Perfect. I'll fix it later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, Bradley, say antibiotic. Antibiotic. <laughs> antibiotic. <laughs> My brain is fried. No three. Mm.